Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out with us again today on Conversation at Todd Bits. We're going to have a fun show today. I'm already predicting this goes off the rails. I'm just predicting it. I don't know. I can't guarantee it, but chances are it probably does. Please give it up for the Vice President of Corporate Produce at Associated Wholesale Grocers, the one, the only, Tony Mitchell. Welcome, my brother. Welcome. T. Mitch in the house, baby. Yeah, thanks so much, T.L. Oh, man, it's so good to see you, brother. Tell you Thank what, you we haven't seen, haven't seen you for a while, and I think the last time I seen you, we might have been on the golf course. Well, that's highly possible, and thank God that we were. I appreciate that. Yes, very much. I, I have no problem saying yes to many of those invitations. Golf is a wonderful thing. I do. Exactly. Pre- yeah, it's sure. great to see you too, brother. And I'm super happy that you're here, especially now that you know you've got your what you're up to now at, at, at AWG. I'm excited to talk about them. I think that people hear the name AWG. There's probably a lot of people out there who don't know what it is, what you guys are all about. So I'm excited to share that. I'm really thrilled to have you on. You're one of my favorite people. And um, like I said, I expect this. I, I hope this goes off the rails. I do have some surprises at the end, which I didn't talk to you about before we started, just to keep in my back pocket, just to That's get perfect. you nervous right now. I want you a little nervous right now. That's all. I want you a little on edge. That's what I'm looking oh, for. A little on edge. edge. I'm, hey, dude, I'm on edge all the time. Can you tell? I know. That's, I'm just feeding into I, the narrative, baby. I'm feeding exactly. into the narrative. So you let's know, get you know, Honestly, honestly, huh. I'm humbled. I'm no, humbled. don't be honest. You, Please be dishonest. Be, don't okay, be honest. Yeah, be dishonest. Okay. I'm humbled that you asked me to be on the show for one. That's, that's, uh, I'm desperate know, for guests. I'm desperate for guests. <laughs> well, that's true. You got to be if you come to me, right? But uh, no, I've known, I've known you forever, brother. We've had I know. Good, we've had a lot of good times. We have. We have. And thank God that was before they had a lot of, you know, camera technology on cell phones. Yes, for sure. Yeah, well, 100% agree. I still got you on video, though. Sorry. Uh, I know, video's fine. I'm, I'm totally fine. I'm much better on video, especially if it's dance move. My dance moves are epic. You know, when I do the sprinkler, oh, everybody perfect. just clears out. Yeah, no, I totally well, agree. Maybe, maybe we'll do a little dancing at the end then. I'm dancing now. Mentally, I'm dancing. I'm doing the samba in my head right now because you're here. That's perfect. Love it. <laughs> But I really am excited you're here because I love what you're about. And I love your personality and I love your commitment to this industry, which has been steadfast forever and today. And um, I'm excited for where you are and what you're doing. Um, and I'm excited to let people know. And so, you know, all, all bullshit aside, let's get everybody up to speed a little bit. Give everybody just a little 411 on T. Mitch and who you are and your kind of journey to uh, wasting an afternoon hanging out with me. Oh, exactly. Well, it, it's a uh, it's not a big journey, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, I started when I got out of high school. I, I said, look, told told my parents, I said, you know, I really don't want to go to college. You know, it's uh, my my father was in the grocery business. And I said, you know, I want to go to work. I want to earn money. I want to buy a car. I want to do all that. So uh, he said, well, let's go to work. So I went to work for him. And uh, he was was doing that for the first uh, four years of uh, out of high school. And uh, he ended up getting out of the grocery business and uh, for that, you know, where he owned the grocery stores, he got out of that. And I love the industry so much, the produce side of it. I said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to continue on. So I went and did some uh, work at retail for, for a couple of years. And then I went to, uh, got hired at Kaido Foods in 1992, Kaido Foods out of Indianapolis, Indiana, I'm sure. DL, that's where we met, right? That's that's yeah. where it all started, right? Yeah. But uh, sure. started in 1992 at Kaido Foods, and you know, I, I stayed there for you know I was there for 20 27 years, and uh, I started out uh, taking orders, do, you know, talking to stores, and you know, worked my way up to the 27 years uh, to vice president of uh, sales, marketing, and, and procurement. Right. So uh, 
actually the 25 years was with with Kaido, and then we got acquired by Spartan Nash right uh, in 2017. So I went to work, you know, Spartan Nash uh, went to work for them and uh, oversaw their pro- saw their corporate produce for two years, and then I uh, decided to uh, I wanted to expand my knowledge and mm-hmm. get on the grower shipper side. So I went to work for a group, Vision Import Group. Um, did a lot of citrus, mangoes, limes, lemons, that type stuff. So import, co- co- all import. You know, cocktail fruit, cocktail fruit. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you always got to have a little lemon with your cocktail, right? Well, so, hey, scurvy, uh, scurvy. I say it all the time. Scurvy's coming back. And the best way to do it is put a lemon exactly. in your cocktail. Exactly. And I got really, and you know what? I, I really enjoyed it, but, but it was, uh, I, I got humbled too. That's a tough, tough biz, man. I know you yeah. did that. You did that for years yourself. Yeah, you know, some of us are superhuman. Some of us aren't. I get it. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I did that, did that for a couple of years. And then this, this wonderful opportunity opened up at Associate Wholesale Grocers. And, uh, you know, I, you know, I got, they, uh, I don't know, they must've been, they must've been like at the bottom of the ring and said, Hey, let's call this guy, you know, cause you know, he must, you know, he, he's, he's our last guy. We'll call him. So uh, it, it all worked out. I went to work for Associated Wholesale Grocers in the uh, first part of September. And I tell you what, it, it's, uh, I don't know if it, those of you who don't know, Associated Wholesale Grocers were a, uh, were a great, were a co-op. Right. A co-op, is, co-op is, it's all member owned. Member, you know, it's uh, independent retailers. And I grew up with Kaida. We, we, we serviced a bunch of independent retailers. That's what we yeah. did, right? We did that for many years. So it was exciting to get back into that part of the business. And uh, the team at, at AWG is just fantastic. And uh, it's just, it's exciting, man. I tell you, it's a, it's a, it's a great group of people. Um, and I'm sure you're going to ask, what's the next question? You're going to ask, Hey, what, what is, what is AWG? What do we do? I've, I've, I've you know? got all kinds of, I have math questions. I have geography questions. Well, I have well, don't I, ask I, math. I, math is, you said, ask you anything. You said, ask you anything. What are you changing now? You don't get to change the rules midstream. That's bullshit. Fine. I'll leave the math questions up. I'll leave the math question out. I mean, it was an easy, it was an easy one. Yeah. All right. Was it it two plus two? Was it two plus two? Yeah, but I knew you'd say five. So I went for a different one. Uh, That's what we do in Indiana. We always, (laughs) we always up at one. I always add one. I I get that. That's, that's, I think that helps the Colts actually. Um, Well, you know what? Hey, speaking uh, of the Colts, hey, speaking of the Colts, you know, this is a big weekend. It is a big the weekend Colts, for the Colts. We ha- if we win, we're in the playoffs. If we lose, I understand that. The time we, but you know, the best part about this broadcast: by the time we air this, you'll be out of the playoffs. So it's perfect because we're going to air this in like a week. So it's not going to be a big deal. Come on, <laughs> no, being honest, what do you want me? Come you on, you're my you boy. Should I drop it before you're Sunday? Be, you're supposed to be my supporter, bro. I am your support. <laughs> Sometimes support means being honest. I'm just being honest. If, yeah, that's if right. you're hoping, well, hey, if, be dishonest. In all fairness, if you're hoping at the last week of the football season to make the playoffs, you suck already. So just get over it. You ain't lasting a long time. Come on. You're begging. That's true. You're That's begging. True. No. You're pan- hey, we're going to turn it on. We're, we're going to get it. Oh, come on. We're going to get on. We're going to get the playoffs. We're going to turn it on, brother. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. I, I, I truly, I believe you from the bottom of my heart. That's what's going to happen. Thank no you. chance. Thank you so no, much. Thank you're you so welcome. Much. Don't worry about it. It's like your golf game. It's like your golf game on the back nine. What does that mean? You turn it on. Oh, I, I, it's on 24-7. It never, that's after it never turns few, that's after a few. What I'm saying is that's after a few drinks. You really I'm good. always better after. Yeah, well, it's like playing pool. You have a couple, the more drinks you have, the better you play pool, right? Isn't that how it works? Absolutely. Yeah, you got sure. the one eye closed. You never miss a shot. Yeah. No, I yeah, totally about that. Absolutely. I love it. All right, now, like I told you, off the rails. I already said it. We're five minutes in. We're off the rails already. 
let's backtrack. Let's go back to to the AWG for a second. You touched on a little bit being a co-op, and I think I'd like to explain that just a little bit in the broader sense of of what is um, you know associated wholesale grocers in the sense of you've got produce, but you know it's bigger than that. And can you kind of touch on the you know yeah. on the whole monster? Yeah. So it's it's everything you see in the four walls of the grocery store, right? Mm-hmm. We, we service anything in them four walls of the grocery store. So you're looking at meat, dairy, deli, bakery, frozen, center store, the, the HBC aisle. I mean, we, anything you see in the four walls of a grocery store, we service. Right. And, uh, you know, we, we, we do a pretty darn good job of it. No, no doubt. And, you, guys have been around, you guys have been around a few minutes. Yeah. And you especially know, and I, during these times when the, when, when the supply chain so – so uh, tapped, you know, it's, it's supply yeah. chain's been tough, right? So uh, we feel like uh, we, we definitely do it better than anybody else. Well, you know, you touched on something earlier and I want to come back to it and it just popped back into my feeble mind. You talked a little bit about the independent grocers, right? And I think that depending on where you live in this country and around the world, I don't think people recognize how many true independent grocers exist, especially in the Midwest. Um, but there is a ton of people that are out there that are literally that are independent grocers that you guys deal with. I mean, it is literally husband and wives, generational families that have been in the, in the community for a long period of time that serve the community. Yep. Um, and it's, it's when you kind of peel back and get into some of these, these independent operators are out there, they've got some amazing stories. So I'm sure that's gotta be a fun part about this is getting to meet some of these really cool, then, you know, especially generational stuff that these young entrepreneurs back then that took this challenge on and built a business, literally, you know, they are the store in a lot of these, these small towns and these, in these communities. And they're a, vi- they're a vital lifeline to those communities. So it's really cool to see the independence and the support that you guys give to them. So we touched a little bit about um, the, all the things that AWG does as far as, you know, grocery and, and health and beauty and all the other stuff. But you know, when I think about what you guys do, let's talk about that specifically so folks know, because you're buying, you're warehousing, you're trucking, I'm assuming you're merchandising, you've got a myriad of stuff in your in your, in your your holster, you know, the bullets in your holster. Can you touch a little bit about kind of what AWG does in that respect? Yeah, so, you know, we, we, have, we, have, we have eight distribution centers and actually nine distribution centers now. Um, we just opened up a new one in the upper Midwest, the St. Cloud, Minnesota area. But AWG, we distribute we distribute all of our goods, right? We have we have the distribution centers, um, so you know a lot of warehousing, right? We're bringing, sure. we're buying a lot, of, we're buying a ton of product. You know, uh, we have to know the supply chain upside, you know, everywhere, right? We need to we we need to know that mm-hmm. um, we're bringing bringing the goods in, we're selecting it, putting it on our trucks, we're sending out to our members. Um, so again, it's a um, it's supply chain dynamics, right? And well, yeah, it's, yeah, hundred percent. You know, and it's uh, we're what's, what's really cool, Todd, is we're we're servicing the independents, right? The rural communities and all these stores that you know, all you hear a lot of times about the the, the bigger chains, but right. these these independents of the world are really, you know, the majority of them are doing really really well. Yeah. And you know, we we service the small, the medium, the large. Um, so again, we have, we have 3,300 stores that we service. That's legit, dude. That's a legit number. Yeah. That's up there with, that's as big as, you know, yeah. anybody in this country, and, uh, but, you, but the look- neat thing too, I'm sorry, I mean, but the neat thing about your cooperative model is that, you know, those 3,300 stores are a part of your buy. So your buy power 
you know, who you are in yeah. the marketplace is, you know, yeah. and I don't mean this with any, any disrespect, but it's not just one, you know, small store and wherever that's out buying, you're buying for 3,300 members. You've got that buy power. You know, you've got some horsepower behind you, which is why I think these independents yeah. are yeah. thriving because of what you guys have created. And that's a good point, Todd. It's it, and really what we consider ourselves is a big retailer, right? Yeah, for sure. Because I could totally see that. We're, we're buying for for and, and our retailers, our members, our members. Basically, we work for our members, and that's yeah. what's really cool. That's what's different about us being a co-op. Is our is our board is made up of our members, right? Of our of our members, and it's we work for our our stores and our independent retailers. So we're always out there thinking what's best for them and how we can help, you know, better serve them. And yeah. again, it's a, it's a, it's a fun business, man. We just have, we just have great people at AWG and great members up and, you know, throughout the country. And, and we just, I tell you what, it's been a really good thing. And I'm, and I'm, I'm glad I made that jump. It's been fantastic. Oh, I think it's, I know I love it. I mean, I, you know, I, I love the independent retail story and I, there's certainly yeah. some amazing ones, operators out there. Yeah. Want to touch really quick. Um, you, you brought up your board and I'd like to jump into that really quick and just ask yeah. you know, your point, your board seats, you know, of your company are made up of your members. Right. Yeah. And I understand, you know, structuring that way, you know, it makes sense. Right. You've kind of got those voices there that kind of understand the nuances of this and that. Right. It's one of those old deals. You know, you, you don't necessarily have a construction guy go to, a you know, sit on a board of a brain surgery company. Right. It's just kind of like it's just yeah. you kind of stay in your lane. I think that helps tremendously. Tell me a little bit what you think from your perspective um, that gives you versus your competition out there, because you've got those guys that are, you know, th that have gone to the store at 430 in the morning because somebody didn't show up and they had to open the door because they had the keys, you know, and that kind of stuff. Do you, do you think that that perspective that that brings to your board sets you apart from your competitors? Yeah, we're listening to our members, right? We're listening to our members and we're helping them we're helping them grow we're not we're not sitting there telling them what they have to do they're they're helping us in our business it's a really good working relationship it's a yeah. you know they're 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 asking for ours for our support we're asking for their support and it no it's 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 definitely um it's a great model it really is and yeah. uh, Barry Barry Queen who's the chairman of the board has stores in 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 Kansas City um so again it's um, I can't tell you just the, the group of board members I've met so far have just been fantastic. Yeah. I mean, again, they've been in the trenches. They get how, they, you yeah. know, I say, I say all the time, they get how to play this game. Right. And so yeah. at the, at the end of the day, I think that perspective has got to give you a beacon of light that that's got to be better than, you know, some of the other models that are out there that don't necessarily have that, that kind of board. They've got the you know, board experience, but not that board knowledge. You know, again, back down into the yeah. trenches type mentality. Yeah, right. And we want to and we want to do things and we want to grow and build. And, you know, that's all that's all driven by the board as well. Right. So sure. they know exactly what's going on. They know their cost. You know, there's no no secrets in markups and all that stuff. It's very transparent. Yeah, no, I think that's great. I, I do. When you talked a little bit about location, I just want to kind of frame that up for folks that are listening here in the States. Uh -huh. I mean, I know you guys, the corporate headquarters is in Kansas City, yep. correct? Right. And so yep. how far are you guys spread out? Are you guys so, you know, le so left and right of Kansas City everywhere? Yeah. So Kansas City, we kind of we kind of run that center of the country. Right. Um, so Kansas City is our is our corporate office. And we have it's, it's a, that's one of our bigger distribution centers there. We have uh, Norfolk, Nebraska, um, Springfield, Missouri. Um, we have Kenosha. 
which we call Great Lakes, right. um, Oklahoma City, right. um, Memphis, Memphis, Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee, and then, of course, uh, Pearl River, which is Gulf Coast down around the New Orleans area. Right. Right. So, so and then and then again we and then again we just opened up. We just started shipping out of our new facility uh, up in uh, St. Cloud, Minnesota, um, to uh, and that's for the Coburn's group up there. Right. Well, I think it's great. I I, I mean, yeah. and it's good to frame that up for folks so they get a clear understanding. But again, thirty three hundred. If you think about thirty three hundred stores, it's not a very wide swath. If you think about it, so your distribution model, where you can do how fast you can react and touch people, yeah. that's pretty amazing. You know, yep. any consider any, just because we touched on it, any consideration of like maybe becoming a Chiefs fan and getting on the right side of that conversation for this playoff you know, season? Yeah, you, know, you don't have to answer me. Don't well, worry about it. But I don't like red. I just got to tell you, I just don't like red. You look good. I would think you would look good in red. Well, you look good in anything. But, you know, I, I think you can pull off red. I think yeah, you pull off red. You know, actually, I've been to a couple Chiefs games. It's, it's a fun atmosphere. I, I, I can't remember who played, though. That's well, the problem. You know, the thing about going to a Chiefs game is at least you get to, you know, you get to appreciate winning a little more. That's all. I'm done with it. I'm done. I'm done it, it. I tell you what, you, hey, you should, we should go sometime. It, it's it's the hell of a venue. Um, well, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure that it does. If you like outdoor football, I mean, and it's it's just a great venue. I'm in. Count me in. Count me in. Yeah. I'm, I'm down. Absolutely. I'm coming. Next season, I'm next sure. season, it's a done deal. Who's I'm your in. pick this? Who's your pick Monday night for the college championship? That's here in Indianapolis. You know, I, it, yeah, it is. And, and well, this would be great because we're going to drop this broadcast, you know, after the championship falls. But, I, you know, I, I got to root for Georgia just because I'm sick of Alabama. I mean, I'm going to be honest. It's just, you know, I love winning teams, but my God, right? I mean, Alabama could probably uh, Alabama could probably have a fairly good record in the NFL the way they keep doing stuff yeah. against some of these teams. You know, you got to love Georgia just because they haven't beaten Alabama yet, right? It's kind of that, that, right. that hurdle they got to get yeah. over. I love the fact that it's an indie. I, I think if there's, you know, and I, I, of all the places I think about from a neutral atmosphere, I think of that, you know, Lucas Oil as that that really neutral stadium. So I think that's going to be interesting. I, I think both teams are going to travel well with their fan base. Um, so I think that's going. I think it's going to be a really good game. I really do. I, I hope that it is a shootout like I expect it to be. I hope that that score is forty uh, something to maybe thirty seven something. Um, yeah. I think, I think if it gets down to a three to three at the end of the first quarter, I think it's going to be a struggle. Uh, I think Georgia's is going to have to score a lot of points. Um, cause I think Alabama is going to naturally do that. And, you know, they're going to score 24 points, even if they're not scoring a lot of points. So I think it's going to be, you know, I, I'm going to root for Georgia. I wouldn't be surprised if Alabama wins, but I'm going to put you know money line. I'm going to put it on Georgia. Yeah. You know what? I just want to see a good game, but I, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I'd like to see Georgia win, but I want to see, I still want to see a blowout. I just want to see a good game. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna. Be, I'd be shocked if it's a blowout. And I love the fact we're prognosticating. We get to drop this and see how right we are publicly. Right, that's the best part of this. Yeah, right. We're gonna. Right? But yeah, maybe, I don't think maybe we should. Ha- maybe we should have an after party. Done. I'm okay. Sure. Right. I, I'm in. But you know, I, I think what's fun about this is that I think the the potential for it to be, you know, a, a, you know, an eighty point total score could be there, and that would be and that's fun to watch. Shootouts are fun to yeah. watch. So, I like the Colts game. You're just hoping for a field goal. No big deal. Don't worry about it. You're fine. Well, yeah, you know what? Three points is better than zero, right? It's good. Hey, you know what? Absolutely. But you know, like I always say, you know, the world, everybody can shoot a layup. You need you need big guys to shoot three-pointers. That's right. That's all. That's so, all. Right. all right, let's get back. See, we're off the rails again, for God's sake. So, hey, when, when, the, when, when haven't we been off the rails? Me and you. Well, <laughs> it's a good point. 
I knew this. I knew this was going to happen. I just, I just, I kind of gave up. I kind of gave up hope on this one yeah. before I even started. Which is yeah. fine. This is what this is about. It's about the conversation. Yeah. It's about having a good time. Yeah. I'm ap- I apologize to the group. Anybody that's listening, I, I apologize already. Yeah. Once your HR department sees this, I'm sure you're going to be calling me. Um, <laughs> tell me, tell me something I like about that. You know, when I kind of dove in to, to my time with AWG, but really kind of rolled this back when I, when I talked with you about coming on and sharing what you're doing and really what AWG is about, because I think it's great. One of the things that really um, kind of impacted me when I was kind of digging was this AWG CARES program that you guys have. And I think it's important that we touch on this because the whole basis for what I do in these, this broadcast, less the kind of off the rails today, is about inspiring people and uplifting and finding things out there that make the world a better place and highlighting them. And I think that, you know, this is exemplifies that. And if you wouldn't mind touching on that for everybody a little bit, because yeah. I think it's worthy of our time to talk about. No, I appreciate you bringing that up. And, and I'm telling you, so it, it, it's a wonderful program in this AWG Cares. It, it, it's disaster relief. It's, it's medical research. It's for the homeless and hunger. And I tell you, it's driven by the associates, which is really cool. Um, and if you look at it, and since two, they started it back in 2017, and we've done over 102 grants to organizations nominated by the AWG employees and the VMC employees. Wow. Which, and it's, we, we've really given over $230,000 to the charities. So awesome. it's, it's just an amazing, um, and, and again, what's cool about it, it's driven by the employees. Employees, yeah. know, they decide if they want to sign up for it or not and, and give to it. So I tell you what, it's just, it's just something, you know, it's, you can't appreciate stuff like that enough. No, I mean, I think it's so important. And I think when you get your company involved from a multiplicity of angles into something that is uplifting your local communities, the communities they serve, et cetera, there's a level of energy that comes behind that becomes much more meaningful than just, you know, your standard end of the year donation to whatever charity it might be. This is something they're living and they're seeing the result. You know, in my understanding of it, like, you know, it, it, you're seeing the results directly affecting yeah. the communities that these folks are wanting to get stuff done. And I think it's beautiful. Yeah. And what's cool is it's the communities that are, that our people work in, you know, it's our, yeah, yeah. Where, they, where they live, where they live, they work. So it's, it's, it's just, it's fantastic that our associates are stepping up and doing that, which is, well, I think, which is I think it's great. I, so think, I, think I applaud, I applaud AWG and all the associates that are doing this because I think it's fantastic. I do too. And that's why I wanted to bring it up. I, I wanted to give yeah, it a shout out because you. I just think that the more, the more corporately we can do to better the day across every field, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, produce or bread or nails or tires, the more we can do to give back and make a difference in our local communities, it's how we're going to win the day. It's how we're going to change the conversation. It's how we're going to inspire um, positive changes in our communities and uplift. And I think we've got to be doing more of that out there in the world. So thank you for sharing that with me. And I appreciate, uh, I you know, am a huge fan of that. And I'm glad you guys are doing it. It's another reason why I think AWG is just, you know, it's such a great firm to work with as a, from the supply side, but also to be working with, you know, as a partner of AWG from the retail side. I just think it's just, you know, it's very commendable. So let's get down to your bellywick, dude. Let's talk about, you know, your world a little bit. What's new in the produce world out there today that you want to talk about? I mean, obviously, yeah. logistics is a big deal. Supply is a big deal. So I'm going to throw you a big question. You know, what's new in produce? But also, too, talk to me about the logistical pressures that are out there that are real. The, you know, the trucks that are $3 million a mile or whatever they are now, and you can't get them. And you know, you're, you're having to give a kidney or something to get a, get a truck, but talk a little bit about all that from your perspective. 
you know, so, so what's new in produce? And, and, and I thought about that because, you know, I looked at it and said, well, you know, what is, you know, what's, what's new up and coming in produce, right? And, I, and if you really look at it, um, is this, you know, the CEA programs, the Controlled yeah. Environment Agriculture, right? And, and where that's going. And, and if you, you know, um, I, it's, it's crazy because there's a ton of people getting into that, right? Um, no doubt. In, into, that, into that field. But I think it's um, it's definitely going to be there. It's on. It's growing. Just you know, you look at all the different things that are going on in, in the you know nature with you know you know the, the, the lettuce the growing. You know some of the challenges we've had over the years. So this vertical farming and this you know greenhouse growing is definitely you know it, it, it's starting to you know get some traction, right? Um, I think I think it's a little early yet. I think there's a lot of a lot of things got to happen, and you know folks got to grow in the right areas, but um it, that's probably the the newest thing com- coming up that i see that's really going to probably make an impact over the next five to eight years i would say mm-hmm. um i could see that especially you know on the salad side with you know different all the things yeah. going on there um, yeah, it's a fascinating so, space it's a, ag technology is yeah. a fascinating space yeah it really is i've seen, i've actually seen one in vertical the vertical indoor growing facilities and it's it's amazing um, yeah. amazing what they do, uh, how they do it. Um, so it's, I guess say that's probably where the next five to eight years, that's going to be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that's going to be a, yeah. a, a business. that's not going to slow itself down. I think there's going to be, you know, with any kind of a startup that gets saturated in the ways that it is, there's always that thinning of the herd, but I think you're going to see some stuff. What I'm fascinated by is a lot of these guys that are creating technology in this that are not necessarily, yes, they're doing salads, but they're creating this patented technology that's going to make farming better for the future for everybody. And that's what I'm excited yes. about, you know, putting food in the food desert. I mean, I, you know, you're in the middle of uh, someplace, you know, you're in the middle of the Middle East and you cannot grow lettuce outside, but you can now and you can have fresh food to your, to your community. I think it's going to be yeah. a, it's a game changer. I really believe that. I tell you, I, see, I was reading, I was reading um, last week an article and talking about the rooftop uh, yeah. growing now and how yeah. big that's getting in certain areas of the country. And, I think that's something that's going to, you know, continue to grow as well. So, yeah, you know, produce, produce is, 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 is definitely, uh, it's changing a little bit. You talked about some of the, you know, challenges, right? You talking you know, supply chain challenges and, and I, and the biggest one of course is logistics and labor, right? Let's talk about sure. the labor. Piece. Yeah. For I sure. mean, labor, labor everywhere has just been a, a huge challenge and it's affecting, you know, it's affecting supply, right? Um, so, and then, you, then you got transportation where you just don't have enough drivers, right. um, to, to get products and goods, but ultimately to the end consumer. Right. So, yeah. you know, you see the inflation piece inflation's uh, last year, 2021 is the highest I've ever seen inflation, um, consistently in produce. So I, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. Um, so again, we just have to figure out how we're going to deal with that and, you know, um, go from there but now it's it's you know produce is, is challenging but you know there's there's you just got to think of ways to do it easier and better you know well, we've always pivoted right you're dealing with something you know you, yeah. you pull that you pull that piece of fruit off the tree you've essentially killed it now you're trying to keep it alive and get it to the consumer to eat right and so we've yeah. always learned to pivot and i think that's a big thing but you know when it comes to logistics you know, it, you're right it, it's a huge problem um I, I having just been down into southern california i was in long beach and i took took a a, a visit, took a tour and saw what the ports look like. And I got to tell you, they are stacked up with containers. And there was five, there was five boats parked, fully stacked with containers and not one crane was moving. 
Yeah, it's legit. I mean, it's, it's a real problem down there. I don't know where the, there's no place to put these containers. They just can't turn them out quick enough, which speaks to some of the issues the trucking side has, you know, things that need to be changed. And we need to get realistic about the trucking business and let these guys make money and do their jobs as opposed to put all these restrictions on them. But that's another show and another argument I'll have with the, you know, yeah, right. they, don't, believe me, I'll get, I'll get hate mail for that in some ways, but I don't <laughs> Can I be on that? Can I get on Dude, that? I, uh, yeah, hundred percent because it's, it's, you know, we make some of these decisions for, you know, we, we have people making decisions for these truckers that aren't truckers, right? We do this all the time through our, through our processes, right? We don't, we think we're doing something great, but at the end of the day, we're not thinking about the ramifications of what it is long-term. And I think some of the rules we've made around trucking exemplify that at this point, you know, that there's things we need to change. Do you feel like it's going to change? Do you feel, I mean, and if it does change, what's going to change? Is somebody going to wave a crystal, you know, wave a wand or, you know, rub the crystal ball type thing. And all of a sudden we're going to get another 50,000 trucks. I don't, I don't know how this thing changes. That's what that confuses me. I don't, I don't know. Maybe Jeff Bezos will come up with a bunch of driverless trucks and, you know, everybody you know, won't have to drive. We'll just sit back and put up, you know, you can drive your own trucks from the back of it, from behind your desk. No, I don't know. You know what I was going to touch on too, Todd, is, you uh-huh. know, I, you know, you look at the growers, the shipper and the growers of the world that are, that are bringing this product on the containers you're talking about that are setting, setting out there for two, three weeks. That's living, breathing product. Oh yeah. That a lot of that, what's happening is that product goes nowhere. Right. You know, it, 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 unfortunately it gets to the, it gets to the uh, distributor or whoever that's going to and it has issues. Right. So again, right. I, you know, you got to feel for the losses that they're, they're having as well. So uh, it, it, it's a big problem. I, I feel it's bigger than we know. Well, it, it is a big problem. And you touched on something really important to think about. You know, if you're if you're coming up and you're trying to bring up your product from South America, let's say, right, to fill that winter supply side. And I can and I have heard these stories directly from the shippers where, uh, you know, they have a, a load of cherries, whatever it might be. It's been sitting off the port of Long Beach for two weeks. The time they get it to the dock, it's just soup coming out of the bottom. So if you're the shipper yeah. down there with your family and your community and your farm and everybody works for you, you know, dependent upon making that sale to pay those bills and to pay your workers, et cetera. Why the hell would you want to send food up here? So now you start to wonder, hey, are you going to start to see some of this stuff in the United States? Because it's a risk. Why not, you know, send it to Europe, send it to Asia, send it someplace that doesn't have this big of a headache. That's what scares me a little bit when you start to look at some of this. <clears throat> I don't think it's going to be something that's going to be catastrophic, but I think it's a it's a moment that we need to pause and recognize our dependence upon logistics on a global scale to feed our country in a lot of ways. And we need to better understand that and the risk associated with failed logistics. Yeah. I was talking to a friend of mine in the import business and he does a lot of cherries and Mm -hmm. he has a facility on the West coast and they're big on the East coast. They're their home base on the East coast. Right. He's telling me, he goes, I'm not even bringing cherry. I'm not even bringing cherries into the West coast this year. He goes, I'm taking them all to the East coast and and trucking them to the West coast. Right. Because he says it's cheaper. Right. And that's, of course, and that certainly plays into the narrative, you know, being carbon neutral and your carbon footprint and, yeah, right? and you know, all this other shit that we're trying to get away from <laughs> in so much. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. You know, I mean, it is. It really is yeah. crazy when you think about it. But I hope out of this moment that we're dealing with, which I think is somewhat unprecedented in some ways. So, yeah. Greg, we've had trucking short. You know, hey, you, when Christmas trees are rolling out of the Pacific Northwest, do you run into problems with trucks? Sure, because they're all hauling Christmas trees. I get some of that. But I think this is such a larger scale. I hope that we step back from this and put the right people in the room and, again, go back and look at the risks that we need to mitigate in the future, because I think it could be an, at a much greater scale if we're not careful. I, I, that's, what's, that's what concerns me. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you know this. Guess who's paying more? The yeah. end consumer. 
Well, and it's a triple dimmer. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So it, again, it's you know that that goes well, back to our government goes back to our government officials. I feel that they you know. Well, that we won't get into that discussion, you know. No, but I mean, look, you know, transportation, I consider a positive cost of food, right? I mean, it's a part of the equation that doesn't need to be yeah. chiseled away, right? It needs to be understood that we have to have it. But, I, I, you know, again, to elevate that conversation, the positive cost of food, we need to have an honest conversation about transportation. What has happened? Why it has happened? How do we prevent it from happening again? And what's a contingency plan? Because we don't have one. I mean, if we had a contingency plan, you wouldn't have all this crap sitting on the dock in Long Beach. And I don't give a crap either about, you know, the, the, the flat screen TVs, I get that, you know, that side of the world. But when you have food sitting out there that's going to waste, when food, you know, when the food, global food waste is what, $2 trillion or whatever that number is, right? It just, come on. Yeah. It's silly to me. Yep. We've got to get, we've got to get smarter. We've got to get better. And I hope we can put the right people to the table. Thanks for sharing that though. That was, 100%. I appreciate, I appreciate that perspective. So tell folks what they can expect from AWG coming up in 2022. Anything exciting? Besides, you know, you being on this, being on my show a little bit, hanging out with me. Obviously, that's probably the focal point. Well, what's exciting is your new hairdo, dude. I like that hair, man. I tell you what, you got a little, you got a little gray in there. Looks good on you. A little gray. You know what? I'm going to tell you right now. Thank you for using the word a little gray. I appreciate that. There's a lot of good, man. Damn right, I look good. My wife, if my wife was home right now, I would tell her to come look. Yeah, I'd say, wow, look at this guy. Yeah, I appreciate that. That was creepy, but I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, we've done creepier stuff. Well, thank you. I appreciate that too. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely great. But I've earned them, you know. I like I always tell somebody, yeah. you know, so, some of these, some of these are because yeah. of my age, and some of them are self-inflicted. So, you yeah. know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Yeah, so, what's so, exciting? What's yeah, exciting? So, what's coming up? Yeah, really exciting. So, I touched on a little bit. We just opened up a uh, start shipping uh, groceries, the, the center store stuff out of uh, St. Cloud. Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota this past week. Um, and we, we broke ground back in October on a, a brand new perishable facility. So cool. that's going to be hopefully a third quarter of 22 that will be up and running. So that that's going to be exciting. So AWG is growing and a lot of good stuff coming down the path. So I love yeah. it. Yeah, it's good stuff. Well, it- it's a, you know, it's a, it's a cool, I guess, we, like we talked about earlier, in, you know, in our conversation, it's a really cool model. And it's a model that, you know, if you're a supplier out there and you're, and you, and you're not dealing with you guys, it's certainly worthy of phone call, track Tony down, talk to him, get with yeah. the guys, get in the program, because you have a neat opportunity to do some really cool stuff. And you get to impact and touch, I think, you know, some really cool lives because of these independent grocers. Yes. And yeah. that's, that's a, lot of, a lot of my role is getting out and seeing these guys and you know, touching our divisions and touching our members and just, you know, how can we help them sell more product? Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. Dude, I, you know, Hey, I thank you for hanging out with me a little bit today. I appreciate you taking time out of, you know, such a busy schedule that you keep and being so powerful. And I appreciate you leaving the posse out in the waiting room, not having all the people that surround you, you know, like you do, you know, just being by yourself. I appreciate it. I know know how you roll. I'm heartbroken. I'm heartbroken right now that that we have to end this. I was thinking we'd do this maybe like once a week. I'll have you back on. You want to come back on? Come on anytime. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I'm, I'm, I'm happy to chat pop, with you. I just may pop on and, you know, do like a, do like a, you know, quick five, 10 minute chat with you, you know? Well, I'm down. Let's go do it. You want to do a monthly update? What's going on in the world? I'm down. I'd love you want to. to. You, want, you know what? You want to be my, you want to come on and do a broadcast with me, my sidekick? I love my shows. To. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I've got some really great, we've got some great guests that are coming on. We've got some great guests that are, 
We're getting ready to film and do some different stuff. I'm going to go up on the board out there and figure out who it's going to be and what it's going to be. And, and I'm going to bring you. You're going to be. Will you be my Ed McMahon? Will yeah, you be my sidekick? Hey, should I just sit there and smile like, for you? Yeah, that's again, back to being a little creepy. I'd like for you to participate, but you can sit and smile. That's OK. Maybe we can. Maybe I can get should my I guys can, to do. Yeah, maybe I can get my guys to do. And maybe I'll make just you like, pop my head. Yeah, we could do that. Pop my head in every once in a while just like that. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Maybe I can get we'll my guys like a, to do. We'll make it like a weekly broadcast. I'm down. I'm 100. I'm all, I'm I'm 100 on board. And you know what we can do too? It'd be great. Maybe my guys could do a little CGI thing, and I could get you to sit on my shoulder like a parrot, and you could just talk into my ear as we're doing an interview. I love that. I'm working. I'm I'm literally. I'm making notes right now to go back to my team for what we can do. I, you don't. You don't remember? I did sit on your shoulder one night. I know. That's it's literally. It's literally why I had to have Tommy John surgery in my knee. That's exactly why. <laughs> <laughs> oh Hello. jesus Hello. i told you it was going off the rails i got we're stopping this now before this yeah, gets I apologize. anywhere i'm already apologizing to everybody you went off you the rails apologize you don't apologize no believe me you don't have to apologize listen brother i appreciate I, I am, you i am supporting my awg uh cup here so i like that yeah, i like that i have Good to get, you have to get you i have to get you one oh you know what you bring you send me you send me one I'll, i will put it up here and i'll put it on the air not a problem I'm Perfect. down. I thought I uh, absolutely all about it. Listen, man, I do appreciate you hanging out with us. So I appreciate you sharing the story of what AWG is up to and why I think they're important and why that those that aren't participating with you guys kind of take a look like, hey, we probably need to reach out. This is, this is a, a group that I think makes a lot of sense, especially emerging brands to have that kind of action and communication with independent retailers that can pivot and do some fun things. It's a cool opportunity. It really is. So yeah, I really do appreciate is. you. I do appreciate you hanging, brother. And you are invited back Thank anytime. You. You, you know that. I'll see you soon. I know that. And I can't wait. And I can't wait. You know what? I'll text you after the Colts news. I will. I'll text I'm gonna you. Te I'm going to text you when they win. Then I'll look for that text later on this year when the season's preseason you, comes you'll back look, around. You'll look, for, you'll look for that text next year, right? Yeah. When preseason when preseason rolls back around, I'll look for that first text about the Colts. Uh, uh, come on. you got. I'm going to buy you a Colts shirt, too, and you're going to wear a Colts jersey on there. If you didn't notice, I am wearing a little blue and white today in honor of the Colts. I was going to kind of pull this off. You look good. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. No, in all seriousness, though, thank you very much. No, for thank, thanks so much. Hey, everybody. Thanks I hope so you much, man. Appreciate it's it. my pleasure. I, hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed our time hanging out. I'm sorry it was off the rails. I knew it was off the rails. It really wasn't off the rails. We could do worse. But, you know, like I say all the time, go inspire somebody. It's not hard to do. And hopefully we gave you a little inspiration, a little laugh, gave you a little insight to AWG and why they're important and the things that they're doing to make a difference in the communities perhaps you even live in. So uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, we'll see you soon. Don't forget to check us out on social media. That's where the cool kids are. That's where we hang out. And uh, we'll see everybody soon. Take care. And uh, like I say, go inspire somebody. See you, everybody. <laughs>